Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Bjorn Boyen is the MD of Oricel, a digital marketing agency. He was introduced to networking by Austin Hempstead, who was a guest on my podcast a few weeks ago. Bjorn said it took a mindset shift for him to feel comfortable in the networking space, and he still says he has a bit of a love-hate relationship with it. He also has a great networking nightmare story to share. Thank you very much for joining me on the podcast, Bjorn. Thank you very much for having me, Liz. Now, you're the managing director of a digital marketing agency, and digital marketing covers a whole host of things. So tell me about the kind of work you get involved with and what makes your company unique. Well, we started off as um, basically a web design agency. Well, technically, that's not true. When I first set the company up, um, I decided that I was going to package together WordPress websites with um, like multi-channel software so that mm. people uh, running e-commerce businesses could sell on multiple platforms like eBay and Amazon and manage everything from a central location. Uh, and I, I kind of thought I could just package this together, uh, sell it to companies and, you know, create a really successful business. The problem was um, when I went to market with it, people in the area weren't really ready for it. Mm. I thought I'd just be able to call some businesses up and uh, say, hey, I've got this great solution and that, uh, you know, people would be flocking to buy it. Uh, and that wasn't the reality. So what happened was I ended up implementing this uh, this system for a lot of businesses and, um, you know, get, getting my hands dirty and, and doing all of the work for them. And then from there, you know, we kind of grew and became more of a, a, a normal web design agency mm -hmm. that was focused on helping people get business results. And, um, you know, as in business, you come across problems all the time. And one of the biggest problems I came across was that you could make a business the, the greatest website in the world, or the most effective website in the world, and it wouldn't actually have any benefit to them unless they actually had a really robust marketing plan in place. Mm. Uh, so, you know, throughout the six and a half years that we've been, we've been going, I've gradually added more and more parts to the business so that we can take care of more and more of that spectrum from turning people into, you know, from complete strangers into, into customers or clients, people who are buying from you. Um, and, and that's across both e-commerce, you know, selling products or selling services, which in a way can be a lot more complicated getting those kind of things happening mm. online. Yeah. So sorry, a bit of a rambly answer there, Liz, but does, <laughs> does that paint a picture? No, that's great. So tell me about the, the, the types of company that you work with. Sounds like it's quite a broad range. We do. We work with a really broad range. Um, but I've noticed a lot of the companies that we do best with tend to be in the home improvement or construction sector. Mm. So, you know, if you're selling products that help make people's homes nicer or more effective, whether it's, you know, insulation or heat recovery, um, or, you know, you're selling products like um, decking or, you know, things, things that people can use in the garden, uh, that seems to be a, a real sweet spot for us. Mm. And quite a good time, I should think, to be dealing with those kinds of companies because they're super busy at the moment, aren't they? Definitely. A lot of them are actually, you know, having problems getting enough stock or getting yeah. enough shipments in the country to to actually match the demand. Yeah. 
And I think you told me a story last week about a, was it a bathroom company that had big success after they worked with you. Yeah, well, that's 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 the next little um, arm of our business or the next journey we're going on. We're actually going to be focusing on bathroom and kitchen fitting companies because we, we, we've we've just done a sales funnel and marketing campaign for a local business and they've turned 30 at this point it's 1300 pounds worth of facebook ad spend into 65 grand's worth of sales wow so um you know we 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 think we've got a really good formula for helping businesses in that space and the best thing is they all operate within a kind of 50 mile radius uh, radius of the hq so you know we should be able to roll that out throughout the whole country and really really benefit a lot of businesses yeah that's that's amazing now you've got quite a, a number of staff working for you now haven't you how long did it take to, to grow to the size that you are these days well it's been it's been up and down a little bit um obviously it started with me in the front room of my house <laughs> trying to trying to hustle and make everything happen uh, and about a year and a half in I took on my first team member which is Kai he's he's still with us today and we're at the point now where the whole team uh, there's there's actually nine of us in the business with one person part-time everyone else is working full-time in various roles and um, the nice thing about that is I finally got to the point where we've got a full team with a full array of skills needed Mm. to you know both formats create websites design things create content for people and manage projects because you know um, it's my belief that as a business owner you want to do your best to take yourself out of the business as much as possible, mm-hmm. even if you're still quite deep in it every single day. Yeah. So it sounds like you're, you're quite a, a one-stop shop now. Getting there. Yes, getting there. <laughs> <laughs> now, you and I have met through a couple of different business networks. How long have you been using network in your business and how do you find it works for you? Um, well, I've been, I've been networking since about three months into launching my business. Uh, when I first launched, I'd had my eye on a few businesses in, in Lincoln who would be perfect for what I was going to offer. And I thought, I'll just get on the phone to um, have a conversation, make some magic happen. And uh, th- yeah, it didn't work out that way. I remember <laughs> the first the first call I had, um, I said, you know, I help people sell online. And they said, well, we don't sell online. <laughs> uh, and, and And my answer to that was like, oh, okay then, well, See you later. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't the slickest salesperson ever. And, and actually, I'm still not. Uh, I see it more as helping than selling. But yeah, anyway, I, I met a guy called Austin Hempstead, who you had on the, the podcast yes. a few weeks ago. Yep. And um, basically, he met, me for, met with me for a coffee. And I spent a good hour just talking at him. He was asking really... Um, eye-opening questions Mm. he was really interested in in what I was looking to do and you know who I wanted to talk with and and I got to the end of the the meeting and I was like oh my god I just spoke at you solidly (laughs) for for an entire hour and the best thing was um, after this meeting he emailed me and he said um, you know would you be interested in coming along to some networking events and he actually took me as a visitor to a good three or four different networking mm-hmm. events around the region and um, just introduced me to a few people never asked for a single thing in return not even once um, I think still to this day you know six years later he has 
he's not really asked for anything from me. Yeah. But the, the result of that was that I got introduced to a bunch of different networking groups and had all, also been introduced into kind of going about networking in the right way, mm-hmm. dare I say it? Yeah. Um, you know, that, that idea of giving first without the expectation of receiving. Yeah. And, you know, I also went from, you know, having worked in jobs my entire le- uh, life, I used to look at business owners and think, oh, they're, they're some kind of untouchable um, gods. You know, why <laughs> would they ever be interested in anything I have to, have to say? To to mingling in rooms with these kind of people and oh my God, they're actually interested in me and interested in what I'm doing. And I'm super interested (laughs) in them. So, you know, it took me, I went through this huge mindset shift with it where, you know, I wasn't dealing with people who are better than me anymore. We were just all different and all on our own little journeys. And the more we can help each other with that, um, the more everyone stands to gain and benefit from it. Um, So once again, I'm I'm dancing around the house with my answer again, Liz, but... um, (laughs) I got into networking three months in and within a year I was very well known around Lincoln and I was many I was I was the first e-commerce specialist that many people had even met mm. or come across yeah um, so yeah <laughs> <laughs> and what what kinds of meetings do, do you enjoy going to mm, good good question I've got a bit of a I wouldn't say it's as strong as a love-hate relationship with networking, <laughs> but um, I'm not a fan of the the social type events where you kind of just turn up and have a natter. Yeah. Um, one of the first groups I, I fell in with after visiting a few different groups and, and feeling like it wouldn't be a good fit uh, was BNI. Mm-hmm. And then I went to one meeting and when people were um, doing their pitches and asking for what they were looking for, I was like, oh, I know somebody who does that. I know somebody who can help with that. I know somebody who does that. And I think I had about six or seven referrals for people in this meeting, having just stepped in there for the first yeah. time. And that got the cogs turning for me. I was thinking, you know, if I can link the, the, these people up with that many people, imagine imagine how that will work in reverse. Yeah. So I joined up with BNI and um, I did that for a good, I think, two and a half years. Um, and did really, really well from it. And what I liked about BNI was that it kind of forces people to think about other people and go out of their way to generate opportunities for people. Yeah. And when it comes to the light social type events, you know, people are just too busy being human to be thinking, (laughs) oh, what opportunity can I get that person? So that's, that's, that's where the, the kind of love hate side of things comes into me. But I think if you can take that kind of approach into your networking and, you know, use those social events to, oh, that person's interesting. I'm, I'd love to see if I can meet up with a coffee for them and then dive a little bit deeper with them, see if there's any, you know, values you share, if there's any things that you really connect and agree on and then kind of make some magic happen from there. Um, it's about taking that kind of hardline rule-driven approach and adapting it for for something that's a bit more, uh, a bit more human and natural, mm. I suppose, is probably a good way of putting it. Yeah, I, I, th- I think you're right that the, the the social events are great, but you probably do have to make a point of then arranging some one-to-ones with people, and that's when you're really going to get to know them and see who you can connect them with. 100%. Uh, even in BNI, um, just turning up to the meetings, it was, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. The only time I ever got referrals back from people was when... Um, 
first of all, I'd given them some referrals. Yeah. You know, normally it was about two or three. And secondly, I'd at least met up with them for a coffee and we'd kind of like shared our life stories yeah. and they'd got to know a little bit about me. I, th- I believe that without without that kind of slightly more intense one-to-one setting and understanding um, of people, you can't really take that plunge and say, um, oh, you know, I, I think this this person, this is, a, this is a good guy or this is a great lady. They're, you know, they're, they're going to really benefit your business. You can't do that unless you know them a yeah. little bit. Yeah. And, you know, it's it said a lot, but people buy from people and you've got to get to know them first, haven't you? 100%. Absolutely. So do you also encourage your team to do any networking for your business? They dabble a little bit. Um, they definitely reach out to people on LinkedIn and try and get some conversations started. Um, they've been on a few throughout the pandemic, but it's not something that I drive them towards at the moment, mainly because I haven't had the time to um, cut, like understand what our strategic objective would be from it. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, I'd love for them all to go out and be social butterflies. But at the end of the day, um, they're on the clock and we need to get a return <laughs> from it. <laughs> now, you mentioned LinkedIn there. Um, obviously, the, the online space is, is important to you. How do you go about growing your network dig- digitally? Digitally, um, it's, a, it's a really good question. I obviously connect with a few people on a daily basis on LinkedIn and try to take, try and take a genuinely interested approach to the people I am uh, connecting with. I try to leave comments on their posts. I try to write the occasional thought-inspiring thing, though sometimes I wonder if the things I write are a little bit weird. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's not the, the usual kind of LinkedIn posts that I put out there. But... Um, I suppose this is this is bordering on a shameless plug for <laughs> what I do and our business. Went through a huge, huge paradigm shift just before the beginning of the pandemic in that, you know, networking was taking up a lot of time. We're a digital marketing agency. Really, we should be generating some business for ourselves from our digital marketing. Mm-hmm. So we put our own sales funnel together. We put our own advertising campaign together, um, kind of focusing on Facebook and finding people that way, giving value away first and booking consultations off the back of it. Uh, and now that's our that's our primary way of generating new business. And it, in fact, it's actually really nice to be able to decouple winning business from networking because now when I go networking, I can just do it for the love of connecting with people mm. without thinking I've got to get something back from it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, oh, absolutely. And did you continue to do networking during the lockdown? Um, I definitely went dark for a good six months or so. uh, And we were just focusing on the leads that were coming in through our paid advertising spend. Um, But after that, I realized I was actually missing a lot of human connection Mm. because, you know, have some good chats in the team. But it's not the same as like going out for lunch with somebody and just seeing where the conversation takes you. There's always um, there's always something hanging over you like we should be getting work done, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, I started getting back into a bit of networking, doing the consulting rooms, um, going to when things eased off, going to a couple of lunches and that sort of thing. And it's been it's been really nice, actually. Um, Everyone sharing their experiences of of what lockdown's been Mm. like, how it's affected their business and, you know, getting tints, uh, sorry, tips, hints and advice from people. You know, this is working well for me 
sharing all of that you know it's it's a really nice feeling yeah and so what what have you learned from networking do you think um the i would say the biggest there's there's a a really big couple of things i've learned Uh, and i suppose this is a bit kind of how to win friends and influence people (laughs) but if you can be genuinely interested in somebody then generally they'll find you interesting in return Uh, and likewise the more you're able to give people, the more you're able to link people up and, and um, make really good connections for other people. Ge- generally, the more you can do for other people, the more you'll get in return. Yeah. And, and having that kind of paradigm shift in life is a really, it's a really beautiful thing. And that's something that I've tried to bring into the, the paid advertising world as well. It's not just um, signposting oh, if you're looking to buy this, we sell it, so come to us. Mm-hmm. It's giving first. If you can give first, then it, it completely changes the game of selling. It, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. Have you got any favourite networking stories you'd like to share with us? Um, one that really sticks out is, um, I suppose, a story of, of networking gone completely wrong. <laughs> and uh, I was at a LinkedIn local. And I think it was the first one I'd been to. Um, it's having a couple of decent chats with people. Uh, suddenly I kind of feel a lingering presence and there's a guy standing next to me with a clipboard. <laughs> and, um, you know, he says, oh, hello, you know, who are you? What's your name sort of thing? So I tell him, what do you do? Oh, I run a digital marketing agency. Interesting. Well, my name is blah, blah, blah. Uh, and I offer training. Uh, and then he proceeded to take me through the list of training that he offers <laughs> on his clipboard um, and then asked me if I was interested at the end. And I was like, um, mm. <laughs> to, to be honest, like that that's a lot of stuff we're really quite expert in. And, you know, if if you're saying that you do this as one element of, you know, a hundred things that you do training on, I doubt you can do it to the level we can. Mm. Anyway, um, he, he mentioned that he was interested in um, meeting a certain type of person. And lo and behold, I saw this type of person walk into the room. And I said, oh, you said you were interested in talking to this type of person. Um, let me introduce you to, to I can't remember who it was at the time. Anyway, uh, I, I, he turned around, looked at him, and he just walked off. <laughs> he just walked straight to him, clipboard in hand, and went headlong into a pitch to this guy. And I thought, you know, this is the kind of story that I've read about, you know, when people are making satire of what networking is. Yeah. Uh, but I'd never, ever seen it until that point. And it was it was just amazing to behold. <laughs> well, I imagine he probably got very little from his networking experience. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think he won any business from that room, unfortunately. <laughs> Have you ever seen him again? Never seen him again, no. <laughs> I think that proves the point then, doesn't it? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Bjorn, it's been lovely chatting with you. So just finally before you go, um, tell me how people can contact you if they're interested in finding out more. The best way to contact me personally is on LinkedIn. So if you search for my name, Bjorn Boyan, um, it'll be typed out underneath this. It's a bit of a, a, bit of a mouthful, but the, um, there's not going to be too, too many other search results with that name. Um, or take a look at our website, which is rsl.co.uk, and you can see a little bit more about what, what we're all about uh, and maybe even pick up some value for, for you if you're, in, uh, if you're looking to sell more in your business. Lovely. 
Thank you very much. And um, I look forward to seeing you at another networking event soon. Thanks for having me, Liz, and see you soon. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.